Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. We're talking about righteousness. Um, in what in what sense? We said what? How to how to walk in righteousness. And we gave you some you know examples. Amen. We gave you some examples. Um, first of all, you must be, you know, like you must be what? Born again. You must be. You must know that you are righteousness is having a right standing with God. That means you've been born again. And we gave you. I mean, the first is that you must be born again. Um, you then you must renew your mind. Amen. How do you walk in righteousness? That you know that you're born again. That you renew your mind with the word of God. Um, and we t we said you can be righteous. Um, you can you can know that you are righteous, but not um, but yet not benefit from it. And we gave you an example of who the the prodigals and you know I won't buy it. You just pick out a little bit, you know. The prodigal son, he knew the elder one knew all that he had. Everything he had, belong, you know, whatever his father had was his. His younger one came and asked his father, hey, I want my portion of my inheritance. He took it and squandered it. And that was bad, but we focus on that. And when his father came home, when he came home, his father had a big party for him. His brother was upset. And he says, I've been, I've been with you all these years, and you've never given me a dime. And now this squandler comes back, and you have a big party for him. Well, you know, the, 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 the elder one never asked his father for a dime. You see, he knew that whatever his father had was his. He's the elder one, and he takes, you know, he inherits everything. But he never asked for it. So you can be righteous, know it, and never walked in it. Amen? Today we want to talk about the fruit of righteousness. If we are righteous, we must bear fruits. And the fruit, you know, our first fruit we're going to look at is James 5. And James, James, can you open James 5, 16 through 18, James? <laughs> Praise the Lord. James, please open James 5. <laughs> Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, the effective fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. Amen? We will just take that. The fervent 
prayer, the effective prayer of who? A righteous. So you, as a born-again child of God, this is one of your fruits. A righteous person get engage himself in prayer. Amen. We engage ourselves in prayer because our prayer what bears fruit, it avails much. It gets a job done. Amen. So if you are righteous, you see, now, if you're righteous, you must bear these fruits. You must bear these fruits. There's no such thing as, you know, every born-again child of God should be fervent in prayer. Should be fervent in prayer. There are some that may pray more than others, but everyone should be fervent in prayer. Because that's a fruit of a righteous person. One that has been born again, you, you know, you, you must have that burning, that yearning, that desire to spend time with the Lord, to spend time with your father, to talk to your father. It's something that should be, it should be norm to you. It should not be a burden to you. Amen. I mean, um, another fruit, and, and this is, you know, we're just giving you some guidelines here, and that's not all of it, but look in um, 1 Timothy 3.15. 1 Timothy 3.15. And the Lord helping us, we'll be able to spend some time praying. 1 Timothy 3.15. Are we there? It says, but if I am delayed, Paul writing to Timothy, if I'm delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Paul is saying, I want you to know how you ought to conduct yourself. Who is he talking to? He's talking to the saints. He's talking to the believers. I mean, he's talking to Timothy, um, but Timothy is a believer. Amen? And he's encouraging him, he's giving him some pattern how he wants him to conduct yourself. So if you're born again, if you walk in walking in righteousness, you should bear the fruits of good conduct. Amen. You see, if you look in Timothy, the conduct that Paul expects from Timothy, and he lists out what deacons should be, um, examples, and how deacons ought to be, and so on and so forth. Well, God doesn't expect more from the deacon than he expects from the, uh, an ordinary member of the church or a member of the church. 
I mean, don't forget, they were members of church, and they are, they, they, the way they conducted themselves made them to be deacons. So they were upright and well-mannered in the first place that earned them the place of a deacon. It's not that because they're deacon, that's the way they should be. Are you with me? So if you are righteous, if you are a believer, these are the fruits that should come out of you. You should bear these fruits. Amen? You should, and you see, listen, if it is a seed and, that, and it's, a bear, it's bearing fruit, if the fruit is not in the seed, it cannot bring forth. Am I making sense? So when you go born again, you receive the spirit of righteousness. Jesus Christ came into your heart and that enable you to do these things that we're talking about. The spirit that is in you is what enable you to walk upright before God. You see, the saying is so true. It's just like we say it differently. But the fundamental line is this. Listen, a mango cannot bring forth an orange. Are you with me? You know, if you so, if you, if, if, if the spirit that is in you, eventually, you, I mean, none, you know, you may do something wrong one day, but the spirit that is in you will produce the same spirit, will produce the same fruit. If it's a right spirit, if you have been saved, born again, the spirit of God is in you, you will produce that which is in you will come out. Amen. So the fruits of, your, of, of, of the righteous person, one, is to pray. Second, your conduct. You know, and then your conversation, Ephesians 4, 17. This is a long reading. Ephesians, Galatians, Ephesians. Ephesians 4, um, I said 17, I'm going to read a long one. Um, it says that, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the filthy, fertility of their mind. Praise the Lord. You should no longer walk as the Gentiles walked. Does that sound like the righteous and the unrighteous? You see, it says that the righteous and the unrighteous are different. And it says, don't walk as the Gentiles, the unrighteous people walked. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, 
walk as the, um, you know, verse 18, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. We're talking about the Gentiles. Because of the, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who being past, fe being past feeling, feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to walk all on, to, to work all on righteousness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. It says that you put off concerning your former conduct. Are you with me? Concerning your former conduct. We're talking about a righteous person. There was, there was once a conduct, but it's now former. It is now past as a righteous individual. Praise the Lord. The old man, the former conduct is, to li is linked with the old man which, grow co which grows corrupt according to the deceitfulness, the deceitful lust. That's the old man. That is the old nature. That is when you were not born again. Amen? And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, verse 23. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Put on, put off the old man and its conduct and put on the new man. We're talking about the fruit of righteousness. The reason why I'm reading this is that for you to see that there is an old way of life and there is a new way of life and we, we often do not differentiate. We often do not separate the two of them. But if you intertwine with, you see, in the way, here today, there tomorrow, here today, there tomorrow, whenever it suits you, you are a child of God, and when it doesn't suit you, then you act, the old person shows up. And you cannot be bearing the fruit of both. Amen. You see, you can't be bearing, you ought to tr be transformed. You ought to be transformed. Listen, this is not something that you pray that you, be, you, you bear the fruit of righteousness. No. It ain't going to happen. There's no amount of prayer that is going to make it happen. You can pray for God to help you, but you can't pray it to happen. That's what you can't, you can't believe that it, it will happen. 
you know, just like somebody that's looking for the fruit of the womb and believing God that he is going to get pregnant, you can, you know, maybe you're having an issue with that. You know, that's different. No, this is something that you make a choice. You make a decision. Amen. You see, our spiritual walk is all to do with choices that we make. From You see, you made a choice to give your life to Christ. And you will continue to make choices in life to walk with him. Amen? Is that quite heavy? You need, we, need to, we need to grasp that. So, God expects us to walk in a certain way. Our lifestyle, we need to bear that fruit of righteousness. In other words, if you say you're born again, let it be known. Let it be seen. You know, it's not the cross that you, you wear that's going to make everybody. It's not going to church that's going to make anybody know that you're born again. It's your conduct. How you behave, how you walk with people, how you respond. That is what is going to make people see. Amen? Praise the Lord. And, you know, another fruit is in John 14. If we have John here, John can you get us to John 14 verse 12. I suppose we have to use James again. Maybe in future, we'll be looking for those with those names. If we're going to read John, then we call on John to come and do it. This is being recorded, you know. Pastor. John 14, verse 12. I was looking for verse 12. John 14 verse, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. We're talking about the fruit of righteousness. The fruit that you should bear as a righteous person. Jesus says that he who believes in me, if you believe in him, you are what? You are righteous. And he says, this is the fruit that you will bear. You will do the works that I do. Amen? And not only the works that he, da he did, but you do greater works. So, when you get born again, can, can you see the pattern here? Can you see the stages? When you get born again, when one thing that, the first thing really that happens is you want to talk to your father. When you get born again, nobody tells you you should pray. It just, that's what I'm saying. If the spirit is in you, that spirit will bring forth its kind. And you become hungry to want to talk to your father. Prayers. And your conduct, your lifestyle, all of a sudden changes. There's something about you. You know, those, 
the, those that are hanging around you, they, became, they begin to fall off you. I see you at nine, we're going to club. Uh, not me, I don't go clubs anymore. Praise the Lord. Your conduct change, your lifestyle change. And as all this is taking place, you begin to be hungry to do the works of the Lord. Amen? You begin to be hungry to do the works of the Lord. You begin to, well, you know, not, I don't mean that you're going to be a preacher, but I mean that you want to help people. That's what Jesus did. L listen, you cannot be born again and not want to help people. You can't be born again, have the spirit of God in you, and not want to help people. You lie. You lie. Because that's what Jesus came for, to do. To help us. To give us access to the Father. Praise God. Look in this. I'm going to try and spend 10 minutes here and then I'm, we're going to round up. Um, 2 Corinthians 9. 2 Corinthians 9. Um, 2 Corinthians 9, 10. Corinthians 9.10 It says, Now, may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your increase the fruit of your righteousness. I don't want to spend too much time but I want you to, when you go home, read the Second Corinthians chapter 9. Read that. It's not a lot. It's only 15 verses. Read it so you can see what I'm going to try to share with you or what I'm, I want to share with you. See, it says the fruit of what? Your righteousness. Now, may he who supplies seed to the sower, seed to the sower, and bread for food, seed to the sower, and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown, and increase the fruit of your righteousness. That word righteousness in this verse here is translated in Matthew 6 verse 1. Matthew 6 1. Really quick. James. Matthew chapter 6 verse 1. He says, take heed that 
you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. This word here, charitable deeds, is the word that is pro, uh, translated in Second um, um, Corinthians 9, 10. It's the same word that is translated uh, uh, righteousness here is translated charitable deeds. Now, if you read 2 Corinthians 9 properly, he's talking about charitable deeds in his contest. What they have done, the good that they have done in giving. 2 Corinthians 9, that's what you find God loves a cheerful giver. It's in that contest. So he's talking about giving, charitable deeds. Amen? So my point is, the fruit of a righteous individual produces charitable deeds. Are you with me? So again, I'm saying to you that you cannot really be born again and not love to want to help, to want to give. You know, giving is, is, is not, it should not be a problem. I mean, nobody has to tell you to give. If, if we are saying, praying, and we all agree that when you get born again, you just have a desire to pray, to talk to God, if that is so, it's the same as giving. It's the same as wanting to do the work of the Lord. It's the same as, uh, you know, having a good conduct, a li good lifestyle. They're all the same because they all come under the same seed, righteousness. Amen. Amen. So you see why some people, if you, if you have problem in giving, I mean, and we're not talking about, you know, when the pastor, and sometimes too, I want somebody else to come and talk about the money, not me, you know. But, you know, when the pastor is talking about money or giving, then it's like he wants people to give to one who's leading the church. No, it's a, it's a natural occurrence. Giving in the church is only a natural occurrence, and it goes beyond giving in the church. Now, when you give your tithes, doesn't mean you finish. She's gone quiet. Now, when you give your tithes, it doesn't mean you finish. You should have a heart to want to give all the time. All the time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And, and listen, if you're giving because you've been told to give, if you're giving because of somebody, I mean, we need to learn, yeah, but it should be something that is from your heart. The spirit that is in you should, should make change you and transform you and bring you to a place where giving is a natural occurrence. 
It says, your righteousness should produce a spirit of enjoyment in giving. Your righteousness. See, that's what Second uh, Corinthians 9, that's what he's talking about, that God loves a, cheer, a cheerful giver. If you give him grudgingly, I ain't going to benefit you. You're better off not to give. If you give him because so, somebody is overlooking at your shoulder, if you put in it so that the pastor will see that you're giving, you're missing it. It's unprofitable. It should be something that you want to. You want to. Not that you, you have to. No, you want to. You want to. You want to. That's the fruit of your right standing with God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, a person who knows his righteousness and yet does not exercise it is like a millionaire who has millions of pounds in, his, in the bank but doesn't use it to help the poor. And in this case, we're talking about money. But in prayer, you can use your righteousness to help the poor in prayer. In conduct, you can use it. Lifestyle. You know, people will look at your lifestyle and they want to come to Christ. Amen. People will look at your lifestyle and it will draw them. You see, it's just like you have money but you're not using it. If you use it effectively, it's going to draw men and women onto Christ. Praise the Lord. So we must, we must bear these fruits. And it's a choice. Amen. It's a choice. It's a choice. We make a choice to do what is right. We make a choice to allow our spirit to take control of us and influence, uh, influence us not like the Gentiles because we've come out of that Amen. We have a new spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Any question? I don't often do this. Today I have five, five minutes. Any question? Any question? Go ahead. You were speaking about giving. You were saying that, you know, we give our tithes and we're supposed to give more. Is that where offering came from, that giving the extra? No, I, I'm not talking about tithes and offering. You see, you, if you have a, a, a heart to give, then you, you go outside the church. It goes outside the church. It goes as when you see, hey, Brother Blessing, where are you? When you see the sister has a need, you want to reach out. The spirit in you wants to reach out. Are you with me? And, it ha you, you know, it just we, that, that's the life. Of the believer. That's the life of the believer. 
That, sh that should be our life. We should live in such a way. You know what? When, 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 the, um, the, when uh, the apostles, when Jesus died and then they came together, the Holy Spirit, what does the Bible say in Acts? They went, the, the, the believers, they went and brought all that they had and brought it at the apostles' feet. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you wanting to give beyond what I one of one one you know one one person was saying that you know um he'll go to a program and the spirit you know will be telling him to give and the devil will be telling him not to give and you know maybe he's got um something like let's just say um 40 pounds in his pocket and um you know is prompted to just go and give 20. And the devil will be telling me, you know, you, you go and give 20, you got this bill to pay, you got this bill to pay. And then, you know, he's, he's battling in between, and, uh, in between, and then he will get angry, and he'll go put his hand in his pocket and take the 40 pounds. And then he'll go back and say, devil, you are here, you lost, you lost, you lost, you lost. I've shamed you. Do you understand that? So, you shame the devil. I'm not talking about, you know, I, I'm not trying for you to give to the church, no. I'm trying for you to have a life in God, in Christ, that will be fruitful for you. Bear, cultivate that seed that has been planted in you by the Holy Spirit and bear that fruit. Our late sister, Erajua, when we were in Mama's, Julie's church, I call her, she seeks opportunity to be a blessing. Erajua, from all the time I've known her, I, I knew her, Erajua seek opportunity to be a blessing. Oh, no, don't worry. You fix it. And she never lacked. She never lacked. You seek opportunity to be a blessing, and you will never lack. Amen. But give willingly. Give willingly. You wanting to give, not because you're being manipulated to give. Amen. Let's stand. Praise the Lord. Like I said, it's not something that you actually pray for, like a gift that you pray for, but you can ask God to help you. If, you have make, if you've made a decision to want to walk in this righteousness and bear the uh, fruit of a righteous person, if you've made the decision, if you are listening and already you are making adjustment in your heart and you want to see this manifested in your life, then you can ask God, Father, help me. Holy Spirit, help me to be able to walk in this. Amen. Let's pray. You go ahead and talk to God for yourself. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank 
you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.